and welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. This episode is such a fun conversation with my friend, Alyssa Lauren. Alyssa is an astrocartographer and the founder of Nomad Astrology, which combines her love of travel with the magic of astrology. She helps others align with their soul purpose and find an energetically supportive destination where they can thrive. So I actually um, have never met Alyssa in real life, but it's so cool how social media can connect you with people and connect you with like-minded people. I found somehow, I'm not even sure how we got connected originally, but we were following each other on social media. I reached out to her and asked for an astrocartography session because I was interested in it. And if you don't know, just a little precursor here, it's basically astrology, but for the map of the world. So based off your time of birth, it can tell you, you know, what are good places you might want to travel to, what are good places you might want to move to, relocate to, all those kinds of things. So I had a reading with her and it was so eye-opening. And so in this episode, we talk really just about travel and how it mirrors the creative process and you know, some other reasons why you might use astrocartography as just another tool in your toolkit. We also talk about listening to your intuition and seeing where you feel called to travel to or to move to or to relocate to and how to really listen for those synchronicities and signs. And Alyssa shares some of the travel experiences she's had using her chart as her guide. And I think this is a really fun time to release this episode because Although, you know, with COVID and everything, we can't travel as much as we'd like to or travel abroad really right now. Um, But I think it's a cool thing to kind of get into and see like where you might have energy and, and where you might feel called. And so I also love this because if you know me, you know that I love travel and travel is really part of my creative practice, my creative spiritual practice. It's really just such a big part of, of my process and um, my boyfriend and I actually at night were right now watching Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown. We started with No Reservations on Hulu. So if you really have that itch to travel but can't right now for obvious reasons, then I definitely encourage you to check out Parts Unknown or No Reservations because it's so much fun because now every night my boyfriend and I are like, where do you want to go tonight? And we look through and we're like, oh, let's go to Morocco. Um, yeah, last night we went to Tangier, Morocco. And then we also watched one on Lima, Peru, which is funny because in this episode, I talk about Lima, Peru. And I we recorded this episode like a month or so ago. So interesting how that comes around. Okay, here is Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Thanks so much for coming on the Creative Soul podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here chatting with you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you can see my face, I'm like beaming. I'm so excited. You're the best. Um, but the first question I ask everyone when they come on is, what is currently fueling your creative soul? Ooh, uh, 
I don't know. I feel like right now I'm being fueled by just surrendering and being in the flow because I felt like for a while I was trying to control things too much and like make a plan. And then Mm. in return, my plans were not working. So I'm just have released the reins to my life and and basically just like, okay, I'll be a vessel. I'll be wherever you want me to be doing whatever you want me to be. I'm just releasing and just letting that flow. And I feel like that's the ultimate creative type of energy anyway. So I feel like it works. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Where is your intuition leading you? Honestly, I'm not exactly sure at the moment. Every day it's like, I feel like these new downloads are being coming in. And then my intuition is definitely leading me to traveling more, but I'm not exactly sure where, but then once I surrendered, then like I was telling you before, the Tulum thing like dropped in from the universe. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going back there first. And then after, I don't know. And it's okay not knowing and just being in the flow and letting it come as it's supposed to. I feel like that's Mm. all I can really do right now. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And I think like travel is such a beautiful way to, to do that because it, it's like, travel is kind of like the creative process. I think about this all the time, but it's because you're like going on a journey and it's a journey of the unknown. Like you're not entirely sure and you can like plan it out with your itineraries, but that's like, that's kind of a feeling of contraction versus when you kind of just show up and allow it to unfold as it's meant to. That's like when the magic and the synchronicities start and so I just like been thinking a lot about like how travel is such a parallel to the creative process. Do you feel that too? Oh my God. I literally love what you just said. I feel that so much because I feel like that your intuition is always guiding you to like these things and to these experiences. And when you follow that, then everything happens is that exactly as it's supposed to. But if you follow like an itinerary, then it's like, then you feel stuck almost. And like the creative soul, like you're saying, can't really flow through. And yeah, I feel like travel... That's like where I get all my inspiration from. Honestly, it's because like being in a different place and like experiencing new things like leads you to remembering things within yourself. I feel like that you already had that you might not have been tapped into. And I feel like travel like unblocks that or like creates the container for those like new ideas and like creative processes to like flow through you kind of. Mm, yeah, totally. Oh, I love it. So you and I connected because I did an astrophotography session with you a couple months ago. And so will you tell us like who you are, what you do, what is astrophotography? How did you get into it? Give us your whole background. Yes. So astrocartography is basically like your birth chart plotted over a map, map of the world. And so there's different planets, obviously, in your birth chart. Some are more positive. Some are harder planets. Obviously we know Saturn (laughs) as being a more difficult planet and then like Jupiter being a more like abundant, expansive planet. So these planets create these energy lines around the world. And there's four different types of energy lines for each planet. And then you can basically travel to or call in energy from those locations. And then in turn, these energies can start to like shift your life. And I got into astrocartography a few years ago, like right at the peak, I would say of my spiritual awakening, where I finally like realized like, oh my God, my soul chose all these experiences. It chose the time I was born. It chose all of this. And then like astrocartography kind of like dropped into my lap. And coincidentally, I had had a trip planned, like a five month trip planned to South America 
right already at that time. And I was like, I had no itinerary or anything. And I was like, okay, what if instead of going to the touristy places, I just traveled to these astrology lines instead. And so that's what I did for like four-ish months where I just traveled to like my Neptune line, my Uranus line, my Jupiter, um, Venus, Moon's node, um, Saturn. I, I wanted to experience all these energies because I was just like so curious as a person. I was like, how am I going to feel in each place? Like I already feel energy so much. And then when I was in each place, like the experiences I had were so profound and like so magical that when I got back from this trip, first of all, I wanted to tell like every single person I knew about astrocartography and like shove it down their throat and like make all my travel friends start traveling this way. Cause I was like, what did I discover? Like, this is so cool. And at the time, like I didn't really see anybody doing astrocartography. And like, I was like, well, I feel like this is what my soul needs to do is to like share this message with people because it's not being shared right now and it needs to be. So then I studied astrology for like a few months, like super in depth and started just really diving in and like studying as much as I can to like perfect my process and doing as many friends charts as possible. And then finally like launching my business and feeling ready and confident and secure and then now helping people find places to move or travel or anything. And it's so fun. Oh my gosh. What a cool way to travel. And I, yeah, I think that it is not like not many people do that, like as a way to travel of traveling to the different energy lines that you have. And when I learned about astrocartography, it like blew my mind because I think I've been to certain places and like felt certain energies in different places, but didn't know why or what it was or whatever. And so will you talk a little bit more about like knowing what line you were going to, how did that impact the experience? Like, were you kind of expecting to feel a certain thing or did you let it flow in the way it was meant to? I mean, I definitely, I am a double Virgo with the Sag moon. So I always, I like to overanalyze things, but also like let it flow. So like I would think about it before, obviously, but then once I'm in the place, I kind of just let it flow because you can't really control the planet energies is what I've learned. And Mm. for some reason, like at the beginning of this journey, my intuition kept guiding me to travel to Neptune lines, which are not known as being like the easiest places because while like in a sense you're really connected to your intuition and like spirituality they can make your mind a little hazy and like I had was I spent like roughly around like two and a half months on my Neptune line and it started like getting really intense to where like I didn't feel like I was on earth anymore like I was super ungrounded like I couldn't think my mind was just so hazy and like ungrounded which is like very Neptune energy at the same time, I was having lots of downloads and like really connecting inward, which is amazing. But yeah, and the lines are crazy. When I was on my Neptune line, I different people kept giving me tiger's eye stones. And I was Ooh. thinking like, what is the coincidence between b- these tiger's eye stones and like Neptune? And I hadn't like really dove into crystals yet at that time. And then like I had realized after that tiger's eye is like a grounding stone and so people kept giving it to me as gifts and I noticed like once I started like wearing the tiger's eye like I could handle the Neptune energy better and it was just so weird like so many synchronistic moments will happen when you're on an astrocartography line that 
you can't logically explain like it doesn't make sense there's no reason this should be happening but it just does and it just flows oh my gosh that's so cool and it's so cool to hear like the universe still supporting you so even if you're on a neptune line which maybe typically might be a little more difficult like you still have your support and your guides that are looking out for you and like helping you kind of ground into that energy that's so cool. And I love that you have a Sagittarius moon because I'm a Sagittarius sun. And I feel like yes. that's why we are like travel soul sisters. And so I just selfishly for me, I kind of want to hear more about like some of the places you've been and which line that corresponded to and like some experiences that you had that really felt eye-opening. Yeah. I just want to hear some travel stories. <laughs> yeah. So like I've been to multiple Neptune lines. I'll just start there. So like I went to Thailand and I knew about astrocartography at that time, but I wasn't like obsessed like I am now. And when I was on that Neptune line, I literally felt like removed from my body. Like I started having all of these past life experiences. And then simultaneously, the other things in my external reality just were not lining up Mm -hmm. like with like, because Neptune can create that like confusion and haziness and like things on the outside kind of being like an illusion. And I kept I was with my ex at the time and like we kept getting like almost trapped into these like tourist scams and like just different things that like I knew in my soul like this doesn't feel right like this intuitively doesn't feel right mm-hmm. but Neptune kept bringing in that energy and my mind just kind of felt like a tidal wave like it was just like swirling around and around but at the same time being in that energy I felt like so many memories of like past life experiences and past life visions and feeling like more than ever before that I was here to do this like spiritual work and really tap into that Mm. so they they all have positive and negative effects to each of the lines and then moving forward I had visited my Uranus line I'm gonna jump like a year and a half ahead and then now I'm in South America on a different type of Neptune line. And so still experiencing that Neptune energy, but in a different way. And then I went to my Uranus line and Uranus is like the rebellious energy, like that free, innovative, like new technology kind of energy. So you're getting like all these new ideas and inspiration. And it was my Uranus descendant line. And so that shows people in your life having that energy for you and that like Uranian energy. And when I was there, like, I remember just sitting in a cafe and like this, basically like this leader of like this revolution in Cusco, like sits next to me and he's writing this book and it's about like bringing back the Incan culture into the city. And he's like literally giving me like a two hour long lecture on what he's doing, his like revolutionary ideas, his new information he wants to share with people, like the most Iranian energy you could think of because it was the Uranus ascendant energy. And then these experiences just kept happening over and over again. Like I'd be walking down the street and I always follow my intuition while traveling. And I, I like to just walk around and see like, oh, okay, my intuition's telling me to like go into this shop. I don't know why, but like I follow it and I do. And then I was just meeting so many like inspiring people that were just giving me so much knowledge and like new wisdom when I was on the Uranus descendant line that it was like, really addicting it was like an addicting energy kind of because I felt like I was just learning and like absorbing so much like ancient ancestral knowledge from just like following my intuition around the city and learning from these like people that were so 
like interesting and so different from anyone I had known before. So it was really exciting to be there. Oh my gosh. I love travel stories. They just light me up. So that's so cool to like hear the very specific things that you've experienced that then relate to the planetary energy. And so for people who have like never heard of astrocartography before, why would someone use it? Like, what are the benefits of getting a reading and how can it help them in their daily life, whether or not they want to like travel the world or move to a new place or what kind of things would they come yeah. to? Yeah. So lots of people come to me for different reasons. Mainly it's because they want to move to a new place because mm-hmm. they feel either stuck where they are or they're ready for a change that doesn't seem to be like manifesting in their external reality and how the planet lines can work to support that. Say somebody wants Say somebody has been living in an energy like a Pluto line or a Saturn line or even a positive energy line, because I've seen people living on positive energy lines, but they just feel that they're not, they want to experience something new. Like the planet energy lines, how they work is they create these themes in your life. And so when you're on one for a long period of time, these themes like keep coming up and coming up and that becomes like the central focus of your life. And people incarnate on earth to learn many lessons not just one and Mm -hmm. so by using them to go to a different line whether it's good or bad it gives your soul the experience to experience a new type of energy that then like leads to its involvement and so by traveling to an astrocartography line or relocating to one you're essentially calling in new energy for your soul to experience and to learn from or grow from in some specific way And then of course, some energy lines like a Jupiter line or a Venus line can be more supportive for staying long-term or relocating to, because then you're Mm. constantly flowing with that type of energy that's like supporting you and helping and magnifying your experience and making it feel good. And I think that's a big thing. People want to feel good every day. Like we all deserve that, right? We don't want to feel like our reality is like weighing us down. We want to feel good. So by going to like a Jupiter line, it opens up that portal for you and you start flowing in alignment with the things that make you feel good. Mm. And then that becomes your reality. So then your soul is feeling fulfilled and lifted up by doing that and experiencing mm. that. So, Oh, that's so yeah. cool. And I, I feel <laughs> like maybe I know the answer to this already, but like, what would you say about someone who's never traveled or like never moved from where like their hometown I guess like we, like you said, we incarnate to learn specific lessons. So maybe that's a specific lesson that, or experience that they needed to have, but what would you say, I don't know, what's your opinion on like those types of people, if they never leave and, or are not able to like experience a different thing, what's your perspective on that? I'm just super curious. I feel like a lot of it has to do with like, I want, I don't want to say like inner resistance with that person, but you're right. Like some people's souls, I feel like did come here to learn specific lessons. And if that lesson, especially if it's involving like family or like raising children or having like a serious relationship with like a strong Saturn placement where they're tied to like these duties and responsibilities, maybe the universe doesn't like have those opportunities. Like necessary in this life maybe it'll be in their next life where they get to like explore more but I really I feel like it is like if they are in that place like maybe that is like their soul's purpose is to experience that in this lifetime Mm -hmm. but also how it works is the descendant lines like I was saying those lines can be felt like energetically no matter where you are if you're interacting with somebody from that place so like say you have a Venus descendant line in Europe, like even if you're in Connecticut where you are right now, 
you could feel that Venus descendant energy from somebody you meet in Connecticut that's from that part of Europe. So it's like, even if you're not in the same place, you'll still feel that energy. And I've seen like a lot of clients like marry or have partners from where their Venus descendant line or some like family. It goes like really deep in sessions where people will have like family in Scotland and their moon descendant line is there and they have all this karmic energy with their grandma who lives in Scotland or is from Scotland. And it's like, then it makes so much sense. Like the light bulb clicks and they're like, wow, like now I understand why I feel this way about this person, even if they haven't traveled there. It's like, it all kind of just like connects this like big energetic, like, like dots, like around the world, I feel like. So you have like a deeper understanding and feeling and energy. So Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that like people can bring that energy too. that like, Oh, that just gets me going. I love that. Um, and I'm super curious for people like, cause I know for me in Connecticut or I was born on the East coast too. Like, I don't have any lines directly running through where I was born or like, for example, I feel super connected to California, but I don't have any lines like anywhere near that. So for people that like live in certain places that don't have these lines, what does that mean? And like energetically, what does that mean? And I guess you can still meet people yeah. that bring lines to you, but oh, I'm yeah. curious about that. Yeah. So I actually like where I'm living right now, I don't have any lines here, but there's always energy because of, so basically whenever two lines cross, even if it's somewhere around the world, you can feel that crossing at the line of latitude. And so if you look somewhere and it has no lines, like there's probably a few different crossings and they're not felt as strongly as the lines, like as far as like energetic themes go, where you're like feeling really intensely, like a specific way, they more as work as like minor lessons or like minor influences. And depending on like which ones you have in California might explain like why you feel good, like Venus when it crosses like the moon's node that's like one of the energetic crossings that I think feels the best like it just feels like just like heavenly goddess like luxury energy and it feels so good but then you can have like more challenging crossings like a Saturn Chiron crossing like I had one of those where I was like born and it definitely was like a serious healing energy but it was what I needed to experience in that place and even though I didn't have lines it was still a strong energy that like really magnified a specific experience and like Mm. assisted me in some way. So, yeah, I think that's super interesting how like astrocartography can be used as a tool to maybe understand certain experiences, but like ultimately your soul will choose the place that it needs to be and like trust that you're learning the lessons that you came here to learn. And I know that I definitely asked you this in our session Um, because when we were talking about like all of my different energies, I was just like, well, I want to go to all of them. And like, how will I know when is the right time to like go to that one? And I think you told me like, well, your intuition will lead you there. And so I'm curious for you, like what has been the process of like feeling where you need to go next, what experience you need to have next? Like, how does that process look like for you? Well, I just really feel into it. Um, and hope that my intuition is guiding me to the place. You can also look at your transits in astrology, like what the current planets and how they're transiting your chart to see like, okay, maybe Saturn is squaring Jupiter or like it's conjunct Jupiter. Maybe I don't want to go to my Jupiter line, even if it's a positive line because of this like planetary energy that's like influencing it on an even greater level, which 
it can get really broad, obviously, when you're looking at so many things. But yeah, for the most part, I'll like get a ping or like an idea of where I should go next. And then I like try to really feel into it because you don't have to be on the planet lines to feel into the energy. You can like connect with people from that place or look at photographs and like feel into that energy. How do I want to feel right now? Or like, what is something I want to work on? Like create creatively or in business, like maybe I need new inspiration or new ideas. And then I'm feeling called to a different environment. And I look around the world to see like, well, what's going to support both of these things? Like Mm. what I want on the physical, like as far as do I want to be in the beach or the mountains or a city? And then what line is going to be like the peak of that experience? And like, what will I need in this moment? Because yeah, like I feel like, and then some people are like doing deep soul work and like their souls will be called to like a Pluto line and that's okay. Right now I'm feeling so called to go to Bali. I, it's not open, but I have Pluto and Zenith there, which is like a heightened Pluto energy. Mm. And I'm like a little bit afraid. I have Pluto and Chiron and Zenith. So it's like an intense healing transformational energy, but I'm like, okay, I feel really called to go there. I know it's not going to be an easy experience, but there's a reason behind it. Like there's a reason my soul needs this Pluto death and rebirth right now. So just like feeling into what your soul needs and like trusting it because we don't really always know what we need in the moment, but our higher selves will like try to guide us there. Totally. Oh, I love that you're feeling the call to Bali right now because I'm really feeling the call to um, Peru and I know and I don't know why like I have no idea actually there but I do have lines in Lima so maybe that's why um I don't even remember which line I'll have to look it up but it's interesting like when you feel that call and maybe people listening have had similar experiences but like for me I just kind of get the idea in my head and then suddenly Peru or something about Peru like shows up everywhere like I I went to this random store and it was like Peruvian inspired designs or like I'll see articles about Machu Picchu everywhere or like it's just it starts showing up and so I'm curious for you like have you had that same experience of just things again like confirming that initial call? Oh my god yeah right now like Costa Rica is calling me as well and every day like I'll look at something and it'll be like Costa Rica Costa Rica and someone will text me and like this guy I hadn't talked to in like probably like four or five months he like randomly called me and he was just like hey like how are you and then he was like so I then like blah 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 Costa Rica like I just went there and it was amazing and like like why do you call me out of the blue to like tell me about this but yeah I definitely have received that in the past like with places and it's always just like really honing in and listening to what you're needing in this moment and like what your soul is guiding you to yeah if you're receiving that about Peru I feel like you would thrive in Peru it's like literally one of my favorite places you should definitely go there yeah I'm Uh, like I'm seeing how this year will play out like I, I I know that I'll make it there but like with everything happening right now I'm like not in this current moment, but like, I know it's going to happen soon. And when it will, it will be amazing. And I know that we've talked a little bit about like past lives and how like being in certain places can like trigger memories from a past life. And so are there specific like lines in astrocartography that can pinpoint, okay, like confirm, I guess you've had a past life there. Like, 
can can like can we ever truly know what that connection is or do we kind of have to go there experience it see what the lesson is and like see where it would or like see why does that make sense yeah yeah no it's interesting because i i mean i totally believe that we've had past lives where these lines are in the past and like energetically but honestly it can be like the opposite experience so like in like Europe, in like Italy, Croatia, and Montenegro, I have like my Jupiter ascendant line and my Venus ascendant line like running parallel. So that's like top of my list for like astro travel, blah, blah, blah. I am like dying to go there to experience that energy. And then like I was doing a past life reading and she told me, and she's like super clairvoyant. And she was like, yeah, like I even know the name of the town in Italy that this past life was, like you were a shoemaker you really wanted to be like a writer or like a creative person. But at the time you couldn't because you were a woman and it wasn't like a part of your reality. And now like all my chart, like in my chart, I have like Mercury midheaven or Gemini midheaven, Virgo rising, Virgo sun, Mercury in the first house. So I know I'm supposed to write in this lifetime. So like the reason she remembered that past life is so that I could experience it. And it's right where like this town I had that past life on in is right where my Jupiter ascendant line is, which creates abundance in your self-expression and an abundance in yourself. So I think that energy line is running through there because I didn't have that in a past life in that place. And now in this life, my soul's like, yeah, you can experience all these things, especially in that place where you didn't have it before. Like it's your time now kind of thing. Wow. So I feel like the energies can kind of be reversed almost in that way. But then certain planet lines will bring up past memories and past lives more, especially like the moon's node lines, because the moon's node in astrology represents past and future lives. So when you're on like your, when you're on an energy line with the moon's node, you'll have these past life memories and experiences or people from your past life will kind of show up and be brought into your life in some way. And you'll have those memories and there's just definitely certain places that I feel like heighten it more than others. Mm, oh my gosh. That is so fascinating. And like, so cool to see how it can be reversed. And then maybe you can heal something from past life by, by like being drawn to that in this life. So that is just like, blows my mind. And I'm curious, like going back to creativity and travel and this connection and parallel between the two. And will you talk more about like, what your creative process looks like. Like, are there different outlets that you're drawn to? You mentioned you're meant to do writing and I love your blog. First of all, I love your blog because you actually like give us real life examples of what it's like to be on a certain line. And so it's just super inspiring. I'm like, so again, lit up by all of this. And so, yeah, I'm just curious like about your creative process in general and what kind of things you love to do and how that relates or doesn't relate to travel. Oh yeah, for sure. I, um, yeah, I don't even, I am kind of like not on social media as much as I probably should be just cause I, I feel like somehow people like intuitively find me, which I'm like all for, and I need to start sharing more. Cause I do writing is like such a big part of my life. And most of my writing is not even shared at all. Cause I just like, it's more of just like channeled writing and things like that and different planet energies like will bring those experiences where I will feel more tapped into certain things and I'll be writing and expressing and like dancing and just doing so many things but I'm honestly not that good on social media so I'm not sharing most of the things that I'm doing just because I get like lost in the moment kind of Mm. um but yeah like traveling definitely helps to 
bring out those experiences because you're feeling into a certain energy, like your soul is feeling into a certain thing. And like by feeling into that, then you have to express it in some way, whether that's singing, writing, dancing, um, painting, you have to let that energy out for it to exist. And for me, it's writing, but for somebody else, it could be like painting. And I think it's so beautiful how you can like get those downloads and then like transcribe them and make them something tangible that other people can like then experience. Oh yeah. That's so cool. And I I also like that. I don't know. It's kind of cool to not be on social media. You kind of like fascinated me because everyone's like always sharing everything and just the fact that you're living that and like that is just you and you're embodying it I think is just really inspiring and so will you talk a little bit more about like your spiritual journey because you seem to be so tapped into like spirit and this knowledge and wisdom of your intuition and I'm curious if like you mentioned before that when you first discovered astrocartography it like wasn't really talked about And do you feel like now it's getting a little more mainstream and how has that like influenced your flow and the way that you operate? Yeah, I feel like it um, is definitely getting a little more mainstream with people like sharing it on TikTok and like more YouTube because I feel like when I was first learning, there wasn't really anybody sharing it, which I think was good for me because I definitely like in the past other like spiritual businesses. Like I always knew I wanted to have some sort of spiritual business and do some sort of like work on my own involving like creating, sharing and like healing people. Mm. But I had really bad imposter syndrome. And so if somebody else, like if I felt like this space was already saturated, like I didn't want to dive into it. Like I was so afraid. I was like, why is anybody going to listen to me but then with astrocartography I felt like I didn't have a choice but to share it because nobody was sharing it Mm -hmm. and then also I didn't have the imposter syndrome at the time because I was like well there's not really anybody to compare myself to I don't have to feel like there's a million people already doing this work why do I why would anybody book with me it was more like no like I had had these experiences that I know in my soul that I need to share with people like Mm -hmm. I mean, I have to, like, I don't have a choice kind of thing. That's how I felt. Like it felt like spirit was forcing me to do this work Mm. and I didn't really like have a choice in it, which was okay. I just let it kind of be expressed that way and honored that. So, Mm. yeah, I'm so glad you brought up imposter syndrome and like relating that to seeing people do what you're doing. Cause I know that's a block that I come up against too, of like, yeah, if I do see something that's saturated, I'm like, right, well, why me then? And yeah, I'm curious if that, if your relationship to that now that it is becoming a little more mainstream has shifted in any way. I mean, not with the astrocartography because I feel like, I feel like my soul is just so guided to it, but definitely other, other things in my life. I've seen like grow and grow and grow and then myself be like oh wait who's gonna listen to me now because all these people are sharing this message so I'm hoping as it continues to grow that I'll still have this same belief I think because I've already been doing it for a while now I think I'll feel pretty confident in it but I don't know I don't know what will happen so (laughs) yeah what are I mean I know we talked about like clients wanting to move or relocate but what are some of your favorite questions to receive while you're doing an astrocartography reading? I love when people are very open and honest with me about like their life experience and how it can be affected in certain places. So 
sometimes when I'm doing sessions, people obviously are just like absorbing. They're not like sharing. But then when people like really share and they're like, oh, I want to see this part of the world because I had this boyfriend 10 years ago from this part of the world. And I always meet guys from there or like I always feel drawn to go to this place. Like, can you see what energy I have there? And it's like always like something super profound. And like I love when they share those like real life experiences with me. And then it ties back in to the astro astro cartography chart because like. I'm trying to remember an example. Like I just did a session for a woman and she was kept feeling called to go to like Ecuador and like South America because she had these like really intense experiences with like men there. And she's like, why do I keep having these experiences with these like people? And I can't remember what line she had. I think it was like a moon descendant line, which like shows those people representing your emotions back to you. So it's like, oh, okay, like you have experienced that because of this energy, like these people are reflecting your emotional energy back to you, which in turn, like the moon is constantly shifting and changing as our emotions are. So it can be really intense emotionally on a moon line or like with that energy coming in from other people. So yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like getting to hear people's personal stories and their like personal wishes and dreams for why they feel called to go to a certain place. I just love it. Um, I'm curious if people want to hear more about like, or like where, what is the best way for someone who's interested in this work, either like getting a reading or kind of just like looking up their chart to see what is out there and like start to decipher it. Cause I know that when I look at my chart, it's like, I, I don't know what it means. And it's like, you can kind of read a little bit, but it's kind of overwhelming. And so for what would be your number one advice for people to get started in like diving into this work? Well, I feel like looking up your chart can be really overwhelming because like you said, you see a bunch of different lines. And so like by first familiarizing yourself with like the planets and what their energies mean is the mm. first thing you have to do with it. Because if you just look at your chart and you're like, I think that's like a Saturn line, but I don't really know what Saturn means. Like you kind of need to know that. And then there's four axis points in your astrology chart, like the AC, the IC, the DC, and the MC. And so how it works is when you relocate a chart, those planets line up with those axis points. And that's what creates the line. And so the ascendant in astrology rules like your self-expression, who you are. And so each planet has an AC line and where that's ruling your self-expression. And then there's the IC, which rules home and family and your personal life. And then again, each planet will have a, a line at that access point. And so that's when those places are really influencing your home, your family, and like your personal life in that way, those planet energies are affecting that part of your life. And then DC lines shows who comes into your life it's not even your own energy it's reflected in the people you're meeting in that place and Mm -hmm. so when you're looking at your chart you'll see all of like a symbol and then ac ic dc or mc and so that's kind of how you can really tap into it and then mc lines rule your work and your career and like your public image and so when you're on an mc line you can expect your career to be changed and that part of your energy is going to be shifted. And that's kind of just like a little cheat sheet for it because so like know your planet energy and then also know what these access points are because you'll look around and you'll see like you have four different types of lines for every planet and they're still all Jupiter lines, but how they're actually affecting your life is dependent on what type of Jupiter line it is. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's going to influence if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. That's really helpful just to get a, like a little overview of like what they all mean and where to start. Cause it can be really overwhelming, but also you can get a reading and that's why readings yeah. are helpful. Um, but that's yes. super cool. And so yes. I love sharing creative resources with people. And so what are some things that you're into? What's, what are some things that inspire you? What are things that you've like consumed lately that you're excited about? Hmm. I love listening to podcasts. I feel like that's always where I get like so much inspiration and just feeling like I'm not crazy and connecting with other people and like the spiritual realm, because obviously not everybody is living their life in this way that like we are because as spiritual beings, like wanting to share this experience. So it's like by having that like network and that group and those resources Mm. to kind of listen to when you're feeling like crazy or you're feeling out of alignment or out of touch, like just by tuning in, that always like helps me relax and kind of find that inspiration. And then just like soul sisters, I feel like my like sister relationships are everything to me by having those really deep conversations, like people that are operating at that same wavelength as you. And like Mm. also help your creative process by like enlightening you in a specific way or reminding you of something or people that will help shift your perspective and help you see something in a way you hadn't seen it before. is like Mm. life-changing for me. I feel like I could not live without podcasts and friends (laughs) yes oh those are so important what are some of your favorite podcasts I'd love to know I love align within with Ashley Wood I'm sure you've listened to it no I haven't she does like channels the Pleiadians and like (gasps) says that like there's this energetic line running through you where you're receiving all these messages and I feel like everything she talks about in the podcast like is also simultaneously going on in my life somehow I think because it's like she's channeling like the outer planets and like the energies that everyone's feeling. And so that's like my number one. And then I'm trying to find new podcasts because I feel like my tastes have been changing lately. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I love that. If do you know, um, I like the only like main podcast that I listen to is the balanced blonde soul on fire. I love her. I listened to that too. Okay. Yeah. I love her. And then this kind of question came through that I'm curious to ask you about, like for people that are scared of traveling or maybe feel unsafe traveling alone, because you do a lot of solo travel. I'm curious to you, like, I don't know, have you ever felt unsafe traveling or like, what do you do to keep yourself safe? What do you do about the fear? Like, have you ever felt afraid of going to a certain place? Like, what are some of your tips around that? Well, I definitely feel like the fear, a lot of it is projected onto us, especially people in the US where growing up, like our society basically told us all these countries were like dangerous, like don't go there. It's such a scary place. And to be honest, like I feel safer in other countries than I do in the US. Like I feel more comfortable, more Mm -hmm. supported. And I feel like it's a big illusion that the US has created this probably sounds really taboo, but I feel like there's like this big illusion that the US and like the school system has created that all these places are like really dangerous and like to be scared and to be afraid of these things. But really like some of like the nicest people I've ever met are like just people in small villages and like 
really poor countries. Like it doesn't matter where you are. Like there's always going to be good people. But if you are afraid of like traveling solo, like how I, I felt a little bit nervous when I first started doing it and staying in hostels, like is a good thing because then you are meeting so many amazing people from all around the world. And then you'll always have people to do activities with or go places with you. If you're afraid to do things on your own, like that could be a good way to start traveling solo by staying at hostels or doing like tours or something like that, where you feel like, even if you're like technically alone, I honestly don't ever feel alone traveling because I always meet people Mm. and like really amazing friends that way. So it's like, just listen to, but obviously if you ever feel unsafe, honor that too, because your intuition is so strong. Um, So just like honor that and do what's right for you. If you feel like something's dangerous, don't do it. Yeah. If you feel like it's okay, then it probably is, but maybe mm-hmm. always have backup, always have like a SIM card in your phones. You can call people. I've made that mistake, like not getting a SIM card and being like absolutely fucked when I was like <laughs> traveling somewhere and not having a way to contact people. So yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad I asked that. Cause I think that's true that we have this perception of like dangerous places or like whatever when really I mean in my experience thankfully I haven't had anything too scary and I'm I I bring this up because I feel insecure about it but I wonder if I'm curious actually if this is something to do with like in my chart but for me solo travel like I know I feel like the main narrative around solo travel is like well you meet so many people but for me in my experience whenever I solo travel like I solo travel to be solo so like I don't meet people and if I'm with friends like if I'm traveling with friends then I'm like the most outgoing one in the room I'm like talking to strangers meeting so many people but for some reason when I'm alone I'm just like I want to be alone so like I don't even want to talk to anyone which I'm just so like what is wrong with me? Like, am I not, am I not pushing myself out of my comfort zone or is it like, is this what I need? But I think in my experience, I've like discovered that no, like in my life, I'm surrounded by people all the time. Like I'm rarely alone in my regular life. So like when I travel, that's like my time to like get super quiet and just like listen to me and only me. So I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I wanted to share that with you because I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's something in my chart, but I always feel like weird talking about it because I'm like, am I a loser? Like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) No, I love, I love that. And I feel like that's because you said you're always around people and like traveling is your time to be alone. Like that's what your soul needs. And so like, therefore your soul is like preparing those experiences for you. Like Mm. she needs this, she needs to be alone. And I, totally feel like that all the time. I'm like that with hiking. Like I love hiking alone. That's like my spiritual connection time. And like, I don't like hiking with people, which is like such a social thing. And I always feel that way. I'm like, is something wrong with me? Cause I like being alone during that time, but like traveling for you is a spiritual experience. It's something that's fueling your soul. And I feel like with external noise, like with a lot of people around, it's easy to get distracted and not like fully follow your soul's guidance, especially traveling. Cause you're like so many opportunities and options. So like when you're alone, you can really hone in and like, listen to yourself and like give yourself that like love and that like solo time, which is so nice to have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That first of all, you just made me feel better. And that that's so beautifully said. Cause I think, yeah, that's what it is. And so it can be for people listening. Like it can be different for you. Like you know yourself and trust yourself. Like 
that you will be given what you need. And so lastly, where can people find you, find more about your work, book a reading with you? Yes. So you can book a reading with me um, by contacting me on Instagram. It's at nomad underscore astrology or going onto my website, which is nomadastrology.com. And I offer like three different types of readings. First, just a regular astrocartography chart with your birth chart included. So I give you a little background on that. And then business astrology, or you can do like a sole purpose reading if you don't feel the astrocartography part is calling to you at this moment and you just Mm -hmm. want to learn more about your astrology chart. And then recently, I just started doing this actually yesterday for the first time. I have a client who I'm coaching into starting to practice as an astrocartographer. So I'm teaching her how to read maps and learn about it and like really understand it so she can teach it too. And if you're interested in that, I'm offering that now as a thing. I don't have it as down to the details of how exactly it looks because it's so new, but it feels in alignment. So if you want to learn how to do this as a career, you could contact me and we could work that out. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. I was going to say, I can see you doing like trainings or like workshops, like training people to read it. Cause I think a lot of people are getting more and more interested in this kind of stuff. Yeah. And like, obviously if you get a reading, like you'll get the information you need at that moment, because that's what you're asking for. But as you change, then you'll want to know different things about your astrocartography chart, or you'll feel called to different places. So by being able to read it yourself, it's like, then you can go back at any time and look at it and be like, okay, so now I want to do this in life. What's going to support me? Where should I go? And you can kind of follow it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so helpful to like have as a tool, like even since our reading a couple months ago, I've pulled it up like maybe 10 times since and just like looking at it. And like, every time I have a thought now about a place, I'm like, oh, let me see if I have a line there. Like what, what energy is there? for me. And so that's just been really fun to dive into. So thank you so much, Alyssa. You're the best. I just feel like, I feel like we know each other and you're just, I feel like we do too. I'm excited. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that episode and thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you. Or if you'd be so kind, you can rate and review the podcast. And when you do, I would love to gift you my free guided writing meditation that will connect you to your creativity, yourself, and your spirituality. Just go on over to my Instagram at Leia Van Doren. That's L-E-Y-A-V-A-N-D-O-R-E-N and send me a screenshot of your review and I will send over the meditation and I would love to hear your thoughts. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul.